Conditioner Heating System, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget about our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and now on Threads. Yeah, we're jumping into it. Why not? Of course, also, don't forget, many ways to catch our program now. Tune in radio app, iHeartRadio app, digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, those of you that listen on the podcast, you already know it is everywhere. 
Anchor, Spotify, or home based on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find them pretty easily. All right, uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we've got one of our guests set, waiting on a second guest to confirm. I'll give you that uh, information tomorrow, but you know the show starts every Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on WLAE-TV YouTube page, and then here come the rebroadcasts for you. Set your DVR for your favorite rebroadcast. Uh, that is 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce at WLAE. TV two at uh, it's every Friday. It's every Thursday at ten. Every Friday nine o'clock. Pelican Sports Television and it's statewide. Ten o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at two a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at five p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on the WLA TV YouTube page. Uh, and of course, it's always on our social media platforms. Hey, today we only have one guest on the program. Brian Lazar is going to join us at four thirty-five from TigerBait.com. Uh, obviously, we'll talk a bit about the Major League Draft. We'll also touch on some LSU football as well as. Again, we're getting ready to get into um, uh, not too far out from training camp. Um, Saints start at the end of July. Shortly after that, LSU Tulane will be going to camp. Uh, so we'll talk to him a little bit about that as we go forward. we got a lot to talk about today, including, again, what happened so far with the LSU Tigers in the Major League Draft. Uh, we'll also get into Pelican Summer League. Uh, the in-season tournament has been announced now by the NBA. We'll give you the particulars on that. Uh, also something I didn't get a chance to be able to discuss last week, which was the tree that fell in Jackson Square. I want to get into that a little bit and just how it's kind of a microcosm of everything we're dealing with right now in the city of New Orleans. So we'll do that at some point in the program today as well. Uh, all that coming up here on the show. Hope you get a chance to be able to stick around for all two hours. If you don't, remember the podcast is usually up about 30 minutes after the program. So anything you miss, you can check out then. Uh, big news for LSU and, of course, history-making news for the Tigers. Uh, as uh, uh, Skeens and Cruz go 1-2 in the Major League Draft uh, yesterday. Uh, now, no school has ever had two had players go 1-2 in the Major League Draft. Of course, uh, Skeens, well, the most dominant pitcher in college baseball this year, uh, was uh, was drafted by the Pirates. There was a lot of talk the Pirates were going to go after a high school player because they didn't want to pay the money. That would have been so stupid. That would have been ludicrous. Stupidity. Okay? You got a guy that, that, again, that again, could be the anchor of your pitching staff for the next Seven, eight years, right? Maybe 10 years, depending on, again, you know, his arm, you know, what happens again in terms of free agency, etc. Uh, and, and was there really a school of thought in, 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 that, in that bullpen about possibly, again, passing him up? I mean, Major League Scouts are saying that he may be able to pitch, again, this season for the parent club. Now, if they want to bring him in, even if it's just in relief. Are you kidding me? Well, that didn't happen. Skeens went to Pittsburgh with the first overall pick, as uh, again, as should have been expected. Cruz goes to Washington with the second overall pick. Uh, now, again, they, uh, according to, um, uh, I think it was Dandy Don, I read this earlier today. Um, uh, he joins, the, they join Bregman and Guzman. Okay, that's uh, Alex Bregman, uh, who went to Houston. Kevin Guzman, who went to Baltimore. as the only top five picks uh, from LSU since 1990. Uh, Skeen, the second overall pick, again, in the Major League Draft. Uh, ben McDonald was uh, the uh, that came out of LSU. Uh, ben McDonald was the first. Remember the 1989 Major League Draft. Uh, LSU has had two players selected in the first uh, in the first round in two previous drafts. Uh, Todd Walker went to Minnesota, and Russ Johnson went to Houston, both in 1994. Uh, you had Mike Fontenot, second baseman, who went to Baltimore. Outfielder Todd Linden, who went to um, San Francisco in 2001. 
Uh, so again, there's some history there in terms of that. Uh, and of course, we know when you talk about first overall picks in the history of, uh, of again, uh, professional sports, uh, according to the SEC Network, LSU is the only school to have number one overall picks in all four major league drafts. You got Skeens, obviously, in baseball, along with, um, along with, with McDonald. Uh, you had Joe Burrow uh, in, in, in football, along with um, uh, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, you had Ben Simmons uh, in the NBA draft. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, no, Maravich. No, Maravich like, went like third or fourth in, in that draft, um, in, in his draft. Um, you had Shaquille O'Neal, who went first overall. Uh, Billy Cannon, again, a first overall pick in football. Simone Augustus, first overall pick in the NBA draft, in the WNBA draft. So, again, there's some history there for, uh, in terms of LSU athletics, first overall picks. Uh, I mean, look, Skeens is probably going to be great. Burrow's been outstanding. Simone Augustus was, was an all time great. Jamarcus Rustin was a bust. Ben Simmons was a bust. Shaquille O'Neal, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, ben McDonald, an all time great. Billy an all-time great. You can't hit on all of them, right? Uh, but again, Ben Simmons has been been a bust. Oh, and that's on Ben Simmons, right? Same thing with Jamarcus Russell. Both guys had the talent to be one of the one, one of the uh, I won't say one of the all-time greats, but 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 a very very good to great NBA or NFL player, and they just didn't do it. Uh, they didn't do it. They, they again, they got the money, didn't uh, didn't put the time in in terms of Jamarcus Russell to worry to worry about. Um, uh, you know, off the field stuff instead of again working and, and becoming again a, uh, a a pro quarterback and again cup of coffee he's gone. Okay, Ben Simmons continues uh, to be able to uh, try to figure out his NBA career, and uh, you know at this point for him go back to Australia, man, and just go play there professionally. All right, go play in Europe. Um, you know, again he just he's got a lot of problems and a lot of his problem again from his game is mental. Just again, the confidence factor that, that that Simmons has. Simmons could have been great. Did not work on his shot, you know, in, in the uh, throughout his career in his off seasons. Uh, if he, again, he's an has great court vision, the size, the ability to pass, the handle. I mean, he could have been a great player. I mean, a great player. Just again, just did no, just lazy. Didn't do what he needed to do to, be, to become again, an all time great. Um, and you know, from whether it's things that went mental or whatever it is. Just ne- never got it done. Never got it done. Um, also, again, some other, other LSU players that, that went in the draft thus far. Uh, Ty Floyd goes 38th overall uh, to, to the Reds. Of course, he was a, uh, a great pitcher for LSU this year. Uh, Trey Morgan, New Orleans' own, goes 88th to the Tampa Bay Rays. Again, his first baseman. But I, I've said before, he could play the outfield. Um, but as Mike Lozana said on the program, i got to give it to him. Why would you play him anywhere else? I mean, he's just that good of a first baseman. Uh, Grant Taylor, who, again, was supposed to be part of the pitching staff this past year, was injured. He was drafted 51st by the White Sox. Uh, LSU signee Blake Mitchell. A catcher went eighth overall to the Royals. Don't see him coming to campus anytime soon. And then uh, Gavin Dugas, just within the last hour, was selected in the sixth round by the Washington Nationals. So again, he'll join Dylan Cruz with the, with the, with the Nationals. Uh, and uh, congratulations to each and every one of those individuals who were drafted. Uh, Major League Baseball draft continues again uh, throughout uh, today, round three through ten. Uh, start at one o'clock. They'll conclude tomorrow with the rounds eleven through twenty. So 11 through 20 uh, tomorrow. So, again, congratulations to all the Tigers that went uh, in the draft. Uh, I'd like to say, man, look, they don't get the money they're supposed to get and they come back, but that's not going to happen. Um, that would be shocking. <laughs> uh, so we'll see, again, how this plays out. But, look, let's give Jay Johnson a lot of credit here. 
He's reloading when it comes to the Tiger uh, uh, baseball team right now. Uh, and they are a destination, right? They always were. Maybe a little bit of a dip, uh, but, but not much of a dip. Uh, it's just that, again, baseball has gotten so competitive on the collegiate level now. that you, And especially in the SEC where you're seeing, again, all the champions that are coming out of the SEC. It's just difficult. Everybody thinks this is going to be a, a shoe-in now that, you know, it's going to be like the Bourbon days. The Bourbon days are done. And the reason why is you didn't have the focus on collegiate baseball like you do now that you that you you know that, that you did back then. I mean, you just didn't. I mean, Bertman came in. Uh, he put LSU on the map. LSU put the World Series on the map, uh, and, and then of course other programs started to other collegiate colleges started to figure out they they could make money on on their baseball programs or at least be competitive with baseball programs, right? So we started seeing more and more money put into those programs, not just, again, in the SEC, which, again, was a, you know, look, it was an arms race, right? What you saw what LSU did. The next thing you know, you see Vandy. Uh, you know, we've seen Auburn. we South Carolina. I mean, Florida has been a perennial power. We've seen Alabama. I mean, we've got right down the line, right? Uh, the, the major players in the SEC have tried to be able to compete in baseball. Um, and then you look around the country. You know, which which, were, which was once a sport for the West, uh, you know, with USC dominating for so many years, has now really turned to, again, the Southeastern Conference dominating collegiate baseball. So there's no guarantee that uh, just because um, Jay Johnson has a great recruiting class or transfer portal that he'll get back to the College World Series and win it. I mean, a lot of things have to fall in place for that to happen. He had a dynamite uh, uh, team, and and were able to overcome injuries. I mean, again, the, you look at the injuries on the pitching staff, what they had to overcome uh, to be able to get it done, and they did it. And look, uh, a, a tremendous amount of of, of uh, accolades need to go to this program and this team. Uh, but let's face it, you know, co- college baseball, the godfather of college baseball is Skip Burtman. And he's the guy that built this. And, and, of course, you know, maybe the detriment of his own program because now everybody's uh, involved in it uh, and, and trying to be able to win championships. Uh, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. You know, I, I've trusted Burkhardt with my air conditioning system for over 30 years. Uh, when I had an opportunity to uh, put a generator um, um, uh, uh, in our backyard to be able to make sure that we never lose power at our home. There was only one choice. It, it was Burkhart. Uh, first of all, you're talking about a, a company that has expertise when it comes to generator installation, uh, also repair, uh, and uh, a, a company that pays attention to detail. And, and I, I use this as an example. Fox 8 had the big uh, investigative report uh, after item individuals that, again, that went out and got generators in, in, in our uh, metropolitan area where companies put them too close to their homes and they were dealing with carbon monoxide poisoning. Now we've got legislative um, uh, legislative branches around the, 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 not just here in Louisiana, but around the country and maybe even Congress that have enacted laws to be able to make sure that, again, those generators are placed in the right spot. Burkhart was doing it long before it was law, okay? I mean, they knew the dangers of, again, putting a generator too close to someone's home and what did they do 
again, they put it in, in, in the proper place. Even before they were coming out and doing inspections and moving them, uh, you know, uh, this, this is what Burkhart was doing. Why? Because, again, they, they went to the, to the um, uh, conventions. They did the continuing education. They understood what it, what it means, again, and, uh, you know, to keep your family safe, but also to be able to keep the power on. They offer emergency service. They offer, again, maintenance service for your generator. They offer, a, uh, again, uh, uh, their crews that come out and do everything for you from planning to permits to inspections. Uh, again, when they say they're coming out to give you an install, they come out to give you an install. You can finance that generator over time. Uh, you get that new install quality check after one month. I mean, they just check all the boxes when it comes to generator sales and service. So if you're the market for a generator, and why wouldn't you be if you live in South Louisiana and you either own a home or a business, uh, you know, you don't want to lose power constantly. You want to be able to come back home quicker after, after, that, after that storm uh, uh, passes. Check with my friends at Burkhart. Allow them to sit down with you a consultation. And again, remember, they have generators in stock right now for you to be able to have installed in your home or your business. Go with the pros. Go with the company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, I'm going to touch on this now, but I'm going to get into it more when we um, when we come back uh, for in the second hour because we're going to have uh, uh, Brian Lazar on in about nine minutes. But the Pelicans, again, at Summer League right now, um, the, the team has split a pair over the weekend. Uh, they lose to Minnesota. Look like they had that game in hand, and then they really lost it in the latter part of the fourth quarter. They had like 30 turnovers. A lot of that, again, guys not playing together, etc. They, they, they played much better against Golden State in game two, winning that game. Um, now, um, you've got... A few players that you should be keeping your eye on if you have been watching. Obviously, uh, Dyson Daniels is one. He's a guy that, again, they got a lot of playing time last year, played 59 games uh, for the Pelicans. Uh, and he's a guy that is going to be, again, in the rotation again this year. Another one is E.J. Liddell. They just gave him a three-year, $6.2 million contract. He's no longer a two-way player. He's going to be on the active roster for this team now. Uh, he is coming off, again, the knee injury that, that, uh, that, that he uh, – that, happened last year in summer league which robbed him of his summer league and, and his rookie year in the nba well with that said uh he's another guy i'm watching hawkins again the uh the rookie out of connecticut the first over the first round pick for the pels uh makovic okay it was makovic now it's like makovic from everybody that they're uh, they're saying it's croatian um uh, pronunciation uh the big uh, the big croatian uh, has been stashed in Europe now for this is going to be the second year. Pels drafted him in the second round last year, um, and and of course Sebron uh, is is a two way player uh, that was a two way player for them last year. Now it's expected to be a two way player this year. Let me say this first of all. Daniels looks like he again uh, he's gotten better. Now he's got to get stronger to finish around the rim. I thought that was one of his one of the things that he really lacked last year. Got to be more consistent on the three point shot. Now look, he looks bigger. But I'm going to say just in the first two games of, of the summer league, he has had issues, again, finishing around the basket, which was his problem, again, last year. Um, he doesn't have an issue playing D. He's already a very good NBA defender. He's had six steals in three games. He's had 20 rebounds in two games, uh, 15 of those coming against Golden State in that win there. He was also the leading scorer against Minnesota with 18. He had 17 points for Golden State. Um, he also, again... Um, uh, did it all for the Pelicans against against the Warriors summer league team. He had 17 points, 15 rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and two blocks. So, you know, you can't complain about what he's doing thus far, and hopefully that translates to the regular season. 
Uh, Liddell, I've been really interested. I've really been keying on him a lot. Uh, just watching him when he's on the court, making sure, again, how he's moving, etc. cetera. Uh, look, he's a physical specimen, first of all. If he can stay healthy, he's the guy that's going to spell Zion in the regular season. Uh, you can see he's still trying to get his game legs, right? But he has the potential, okay, to be a really good player. If he can knock down those three-point shots like he did at Ohio State, he's going to be a guy to reckon with. He said he's been working on that throughout the entire offseason when he couldn't really move. All he did was set out and, and shoot threes. Uh, he should be able to defend and rebound on the NBA level, so that's, that's good news there. Pelicans pride themselves on defense, right? So, again, they want to, they're the, the team that defends first. Um, he's going to be able to rebound. He's a physical guy. Uh, we'll see, again, how much playing time he gets with the parent club. But he's a guy that, ultimately, you could put in the rotation, especially when Zion goes out uh, for a spell. Hopefully, it's not something you have to put him in there for a long period of time if Zion is not available. Uh, Hawkins. First of all, you got to like him, okay? Pure shooter. You can see it, right? You can see it. And just in his first two summer league games, his issue is going to be strength. Okay, he's just is. You're coming from college. You're 21 years old. Again, you need to get in the weight room. He's a slight build anyway. He's got a slight frame. Um, and, of course, he's going to have to build his strength. But let me tell you something right now. This dude gets an open look. He's going to knock it down. The only thing I, I'm concerned about, and we saw this with Trey Murphy a bit, right? You make that, trans that, that, that transformation to the NBA game. Where are you mentally? Where are you in terms of your confidence level? Trey Murphy has confidence now. And you see the difference in his game now this last year as opposed to, the, to his rookie year. And, and again, his ability to knock down shots. Believing he's going to knock the shot down. Taking the ball off the dribble. Getting to the, getting to the rim. And being able to, to, to finish. And finish spectacular in some cases with Trey Murphy because of his ability to be his athleticism. You can see a lot of that with Hawkins, right? Uh, you see, again, he can knock down that open three. He's shown the ability to create off the dribble. Uh, he can physically defend on uh, – the question is, can he physically defend on the NBA level without gaining strength? I mean, that's the big question here. Uh, but, again, he's going to be in the weight room. He's going to gain strength. And he's going to give them another sharpshooter uh, along with Trey Murphy. That's going to really help them, especially if Zion is healthy along with Brandon Ingram because there's going to be spacing. And they're going to have wide-open shots. So we'll see how that plays out. Look, Seabrin, is, he's shown flashes. You see his athleticism. We saw it last year. It's going to be a nice, nice two-way player for the Pels. Look, he looked really good against, against uh, the Warriors. 25-7, and seven, right? Um, Makovich is going to be a project. Okay, They said he was going to, they were going to keep him over there for at least two years. I can see why now. Uh, he's got the size. He's got some athleticism, but he's raw. You can just see he's raw. And hopefully, again, he continues to be able to um, uh, uh, um, work on his game uh, in Europe and that he is a guy that can come over next year. Remember, Valentunas has an expiring contract uh, this year. So whether they, they trade him or whatever they do with him, he may be a guy that could come in and maybe fill a role in terms of a backup center for you down the line here. Uh, two other players to watch, Jones and Brockington. Jones is the center, Brockington the guard. Both have been interesting prospects for the Pelicans. Now, the Pels will play the Suns tomorrow. That is Tuesday at 6 o'clock at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. So we'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow. And we'll try to have some guests on that have, that have been in, in, in Las Vegas. A lot of the, the media is coming back.
Uh, they, spent, they spent the weekend there. A lot of them are coming back, so we'll try to get somebody that's been there and saw this live. Also, the, the Spurs shut, shut down um, uh, Wemby now. Uh, he had 27-12 and 12 last night. I have not had a chance to see the game. I haven't recorded. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, I did watch his, his nine-point debut, which looked really weak. Look, you can see he's got great basketball IQ. He can handle pretty well. Um, he's got length, 7-3. So he's going to be able to block a lot of shots. The question for him is, with his slight frame, like a lot of guys that come in with the frame like him is, the physicality in the NBA. Is he going to be able to handle the, the physicality of the NBA? Uh, I mean, he can shoot the outside shot. Uh, he's kind of a, a unicorn from that standpoint. 7-3 can step out and shoot that outside shot like that. So we'll see how it plays out. But, again, a weak non-point performance to start off. But last night, 27-12. And, 12, and uh, now the Warriors, I'm sorry, the, the Spurs are going to shut him down. By the way, Pop gets a new five-year deal. So he'll be there. Uh, he'll be in his 80s. Okay, by the time that contract is up, uh, but he's going to have Wemby at least for his first few years in in the league, uh, if, if unless he he work unless he handles that contract all the way through, which again I mean he'll be like I said he'll be in his eighties by the time that's done. Hey folks, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If your car is out of warranty and you're looking for a company you can trust with, with again, your vehicle, and I, I trust Southern Tire with our vehicle, uh, bring it on over to Southern Tire. The Piazza family has been at it since 1972, 51 years of taking care of, uh, of New Orleans vehicles. Tony Piazza started the, the shop in downtown New Orleans back in 1972. Uh, they're in Metairie now uh, at Hickory and Airline, centrally located for you. Uh, and they have the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealerships. They have ASE certified technicians like the dealerships. But you're getting that family-owned and operated uh, uh, feel, okay, when you walk in the door. You're treated like family. Um, and remember, the Piazza family is there every day. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter Jen, Tony's wife. You, you'll be able to talk to a member of the Piazza family, uh, and, and you'll probably have a conversation with them if you're sitting in the, uh, in, in, in the waiting room waiting on your uh, vehicle to be, to be serviced. Uh, they do it all for you. And remember, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. We're talking wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing is available on that. Also, again, um, some of the major brands right now are on sale. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the tires on sale. Also, I'm, I'm also posting that on our Facebook page as well. Looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle? Think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday service for you. They know you're working on Saturday on, during the week, right? So 8 to 3 on Saturdays. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Southern, Southern Tire, since 1972, owned by the Piazza family. Get out there and get your car serviced by my friends at Southern Tire. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by STEM. Humans can do a lot of amazing things. Fighting bugs? Ew, a bug, get it! Isn't one of them. STEM is powered by active ingredients found in plants to fight off bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM, rooted in nature, optimized by science. Seeing some slowing had a stall on I-10 eastbound between Elysian Fields and the high-rise, 18 minutes, a 15-minute delay. But the stall that we had 
is cleared there at Franklin Avenue, stop and go from Franklin Avenue up through uh, the uh, Louisa Street area. So slow traffic also 610 East between St. Bernard and the I-10 merge. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save at a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6. Joining us in the program now from TigerBait.com, one of the best writers we have out there covering the Tigers. Uh, Brian Lazar joins us in the program. Brian, how are you, buddy? Good, Eric. How are you doing this afternoon? 
Doing great, Brian. Thanks for the time today. Uh, historic day for LSU yesterday with uh, Skeens and Cruz going 1-2. Wanted to get you on to talk a little bit about the Major League Draft and about LSU football. Um, no, no surprise there. Although, again, there was a lot of rumors out there that the Pirates might be looking to take, what was it, Max Clark, the uh, uh, the high school player. He ends up going third to the Detroit Lions. Um, Detroit, I'm sorry, Tigers. Uh, and um, But uh, it looked like, again, uh, it went uh, as advertised, right? Skeens and then, of course, uh, and Cruz won two. Yeah, and I think uh, the Pirates went Skeens rather than Cruz for the signability aspect of it. Uh, you know, now, I think from what I had seen somewhere that the contract they offered Skeens, uh, offered Skeens was really just about at uh, the, the value for that pick. Maybe a, maybe a couple hundred thousand below, because there was some talk that the Pirates wanted to drop that a little bit more and use that money on other players later in the early rounds. So, uh, but look, you know, Skeens is going to Pittsburgh. Uh, Cruz is going to Washington. Both teams that uh, you know certainly can use whatever young talent they have. So they'll. If they can perform well, they'll get their opportunity to move quickly through the organization. That'll be my next question. Uh, a, a lot of speculation during the College World Series that Skeens uh, drafted were first overall, depending on, again, uh, that, that may have a chance to be able to pitch this year for the parent club. Do you anticipate that? No, I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to be a, a while before, uh, you know, at least. Let's just say it'll probably be a few weeks before he signs, and once he does that, you now you're talking about August the first, and you know there's no need for to rush him. I I, I think they the, the Pirates probably said, look, you've thrown enough this year, and let's just get yourself ready for uh, for next season. The fit with the Pirates, how do you think that is? Well, you know they're a young team. You know they're not like they have uh, a strong rotation right now. And uh, so he, like I said, both he and Cruz, they're going to get their shots. Uh, uh, they're going to organizations that uh, you know certainly are are not playoff teams right now, and uh, so they're building, and and so they'll give all their young talent a chance to uh, to grow quickly. Ty Floyd goes uh, 38th overall to the Reds. Your thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> I know he was uh, gaining steam. Over the last half of the season, uh, I had seen uh, him possibly being a late second, early third round choice. So now he goes in the competitive balance round between the first and second rounds. And uh, again, he's going to a team that's building. Uh, now the Reds are, are have had a good first half of the year. They're in first place in the National League Central. And uh, they do have some young pitchers, but again, you're going, you, you get picked that high. Te- the teams, the organization is going to invest money in you, so that means they're going to give you every opportunity to to be able to do it. So, look, Floyd, he, he developed during his three years at LSU. Uh, you know, Jay Johnson always talks about him being undefeated this year, which he was. Now, look, he he was a little bit inconsistent as you check his ERA for the year. His earned run average for the year was over four. So he had some good outings. He had some not-so-good outings. 
So his consistency is something which has to get better uh, for him to be able to make the jump and get into the major leagues. Trey Morgan said it was a dream come true. He goes 88 to the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, talk about his fit there. Where do you think, is he going to play first base? Is he going to play outfield? Where do you think he plays? I, I just can't, you know, I, I don't know. If, I, you don't see many five foot ten first basemen in, in Major League Baseball. You know, first base is a position where you want guys that are going to hit home runs and have some power, which is not his game. So uh, I really think he's going to end up having to make it in the outfield. And, again, he's someone that doesn't have a lot of power, uh, doesn't have great speed. You know, he's been a good hitter. He's been a solid 300 hitter throughout his college career. So we'll just have to wait and see how well he can handle it. You know, you think of somebody like Antoine Duplantis, who was a great hitter in college, and, you know, just couldn't do it. You know, wasn't good enough and, uh, you know, lasted a couple years in the minor leagues and just didn't hit and got released. So, you know, I think a third-round pick is as high as Trey Morgan could have expected to go on. That's pretty high and higher than I expected him to go. So, you know, you go, you go play and see how you do. See how you do, no doubt. Now, unless you did lose a signee, it looks like. Blake Mitchell went eighth overall to the Royals. The expectation is he will sign with the club, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're the eighth-round pick, they know that you're going to sign. So right. they thought they were going to lose him all along. Now, there's been some, you know, positive news. The other player that L- other signee LSU thought they were going to lose was Cam Johnson, a left-handed pitcher. Uh, as of, you know, when I came on the air with you, he had not even been drafted yet, and they were in right. the ninth round. So I don't know if he talked to teams and and what he asked for uh, was just too high of a number for organizations to scare him off, but there's something else. I haven't seen anything, but uh, Mitchell and Johnson were the two LSU signees who they were expected to lose. And if Johnson – look, I, I want to say that he was projected to be a sec, early second-round pick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what has happened. Uh, so maybe LSU is going to get a break there, and, and he will come to school. Like I said, he's a left-handed pitcher. Uh, there were a couple other uh, signees that LSU was worried about, a shortstop by the name of Milam. I think it's Steve Milam from New Mexico, and he has not yet been drafted. And then pitcher uh, Brown from uh, from Sulphur High School, and he has not been drafted yet. So, so far. Uh, maybe, you know. Yep. Now, again, you top 15 round pick, uh, if, if the major league teams want you, they can get put up a financial package to get it, get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not, you know, Cam Johnson, say he gets picked in the 10th round or tomorrow in the 11th round. They're not totally out the woods yet with him. But, uh, look, uh, it looks like as of uh, today that Blake Mitchell, the the catcher from Texas, is the only signee that LSU can say, yeah, we're definitely not going to get him back. And and for the the players that are on the team, you know, they expected Morgan, you know, to -hmm. not come back. Now, you're talking about, now let's talk about someone like a Jordan Thompson. What is he going Mm -hmm. to do? You know, right. you know, if he gets picked tomorrow in the seventeenth or eighteenth round, is he going to say, "Okay, 
uh, I just want to start my pro career now and take a small amount of money, or does he want to come back and play for another year and see if he can increase his draft uh, uh-huh. stock? You know, look, I, I certainly never thought Gavin Dugas would go as high as he did. Sixth round, and, right, to Washington? Right, and so I, I certainly never thought he would be a six-round pick. I mean, he's basically mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't really have a position. Uh, so, but he had a solid year this year for a team that won yeah. the national championship. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll have to wait and see about some of the decisions that these uh, that these other draft eligible players on the LSU team make. You know, does does a Hayden Travinsky come back? Does a you know Alex Malazzo come back? Right. Uh, does a Jordan Thompson come back? Does a Braden Jobert come back? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all guys that probably that, look. None of those guys were going to be picked in the first ten rounds. It was it was expected that those guys like that would all be third day picks. That means they'd get drafted tomorrow, and it's just a matter of you know how high they get picked, how much money they get offered. And whether or not they want to start their professional careers now or go back and play another year in college. Brian, uh, how much does NIL have to do with this now? I mean, that's something that, again, players didn't deal with before. Now, again, you have the universities that have a pool of money uh, that, uh, again, that, that through their collectives that, that can uh, maybe counter some of the things that, that maybe some of the money that they're getting from the major leagues. is. Do you think that's a factor when you start talking about Major League Baseball as opposed to NIL on the collegiate level? Not for the guys that are going to get picked high. I mean, uh, a guy that's going to, a guy who got picked yesterday, even for the most part today, uh, if you get drafted in the top 10 rounds, the, the, that major league organization wants you and they've been in contact with you, and they're not going to waste the top 10 pick on somebody they don't think that, that, can, that they can sign. So if they get picked in the first 10 rounds, you know, NIL is not going to, the NIL money is not going to top MLB money. Uh, for that individual, now does you know you don't you know Cam Johnson was there an NIL figure tossed around for him at LSU? I mean, I it, certainly the NIL money that LSU would give him is nowhere near what a second round major league pick sure. is going to get. Right. So I, I don't think you know. I think the fans think about that more so. Then that's really true, you know. I, I but but if, but if you are lowballed by the major league club, and you know you got NIL to fall back on, maybe you feel a little bit more comfortable going back to school. Yeah, well, it depends. But who's getting the big NIL money? Paul right. Keynes is going to get the big NIL money, yes, and Tommy true. White's going to get the big NIL money. Those are the guys that are going to get the big NIL money. The guys who are, who are proven commodities. Mm-hmm. So that's. Uh, uh, I don't think it's, a, it's as big a deal as, as the fans may think. Mm-hmm. How, how again? With we don't know all the defections yet, but but just on on paper right now, how strong do you think this team will be going into next season? Uh, well, first of all, they're not going to be as good as, as this year's team was. You know, everybody, I mean, just look at the guys that you know yes. you have lost. Uh, you have lost a solid DH in K below, so he will not be back. Uh, you lose Gavin Dugak, who is a solid fifth-year senior, and your starting second baseman. You know he will not be back. Uh, Trey Morgan, your first baseman, he will not be back. 
uh, Dylan Cruz, your you know best position player in college baseball, and your starting center fielder, he will not be back. So that means of your ten guys in in your lineup today, you know four of those will not be back now. Uh, who does, what does that mean back? Well, that means Josh Pearson would be back. Uh, Braden Jobert, question mark. Uh, Tommy White will be back. Jordan Thompson, question mark. Uh, whoever your catcher is, Travinsky, Malazzo, question mark. And you look at your, and your, designated hitter Beloso's gone. So now you do get Jared Jones back. You get Brady Neal, who was ahead of both Travinsky and Malazzo behind the plate before the season got hurt. You got Paxton Kling, who's a good outfielder. Your pitching staff, well, you lose your, your number one and number two starters. Uh, uh-huh. You know, Skeens and Floyd. Now you have Thatcher Hurd, who at the end of the year was throwing the ball very, very well. Uh, now, look, here's another interesting thing. Grant Taylor, who was probably going to be the number three starter on this team this year, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy John surgery, missed the whole year, and he still gets picked in the second round. Right. Now, that tells me, you know, he gets drafted in the second round. They intend, they've done the medicals on him, and he's probably healthy enough to give him a, a good bonus. So, I, you know, that'd be great if Grant Taylor would turn down the money and come back to school. But if he got picked in the second round, that just tells me that, you know, that there's been a lot of conversation. He's going to probably go. So, look, LSU will be a good team. Eric, this year's team, you had experience and you had talent. And that's a pretty good combination, and you're going to win. And LSU did that and won the national championship. They're not going to be in that same boat next year. You know, you like I said, last year you had fifth-year seniors in Beloso and Dugas. You know, you're not going to have fifth-year seniors like that next year. I'm trying to think who could be a fifth-year senior. Jobert would be a five-year, fifth-year senior, counting his time in J.C. at Delgado. Uh, Travinsky and Malazzo would be fifth-year seniors next year. Uh, out of the bullpen, uh, I'm trying to think of Riley Cooper as a fifth-year senior next year, just a fourth. He may just be a four-year senior next year. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be a good team next year. <laughs> they're nowhere is they going to be like they were this year. And you look at their transfers; they've only picked up four transfers so far: three pitchers and an infielder from South Carolina. The pitcher from Lore from. Uh, Xavier is definitely the best pitcher of the group, and but it's not like last year where they picked up Skeens and mm-hmm. Tommy White. I mean, you knew what you were getting in those. And I don't think anybody thought Skeens was going to be as good as he was this year, but they thought he's, he could be pretty good. So, you know, look, LSU will be a very good team next year. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, you know, exactly how the roster pans out. You know, do they, like I said, if they keep Jordan Thompson, Travinsky, uh, Jobert, if they're able to keep all those guys and they all come back for, for another year, that would really boost the team. But, you know, right. we're just going to have to wait and see how the, the draft plays out and then what happens in the, in the signing period. 
Yep, no doubt. Always a pleasure having you on the program. Tell everybody about Tiger Bait, how folks can subscribe, how they can follow you on social media as well. www.tigerbait.com. Uh, go to the site. Got uh, some college football, LSU football stuff on the site up on the site today. As we're getting closer, SEC Media Days in a week, and LSU will lead off. Brian Kelly and the three LSU players will be there next Monday. So all the latest from LSU athletics, go to tigerbait.com and check out and get your subscription. And you can follow me on Twitter at BLDore, at B-L-D-O-R-E. Hard to believe, Brian. We're just a few weeks from fall camp now, huh? <laughs> well, that's what happens when you go deep in, when you go deep into baseball. You go to yeah. the end of June and, you know, SEC media days are next week. Now you got a couple weeks. Yep. between the end of media it's days. It's like August, the beginning of August, practice, right? Yeah, and when practice actually starts. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as Steve Spurrier called it, talking season is here. There you go. Appreciate it. Well, I always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for your expertise as well. We'll be checking back in with you soon. Okay. Talk to you later, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. There you go. Brian Lazar, TigerBait.com, one of the best we have. I mean, huh. an encyclopedia, right? I mean, again, just went through, went through the lineup, went through, went through who, again, who may be drafted, who may not be drafted, where they may be drafted, you know, the NIL questions out there. Because, again, and I agree with him, if somebody goes early in the draft, you're not going to be able to compete NIL-wise. But those guys that go tomorrow, okay, who, again, maybe have to have a love for LSU, maybe they're not getting the money they wanted, maybe there's more money there for them, okay? But as, as he mentioned, a lot of times your big players are getting most of the money. LSU's got a, pretty much a lot of money to uh, to spread around on all their sports now. Uh, where they started off very slowly in terms of NIL before, they have caught up with their collectives, and they're right there with anybody else in the Southeastern Conference. So we'll see how this plays out for the baseball team. Uh, I, I found it interesting, again, his comments about the transfer portal so far, because, again, LSU was said to be in on, on some of the top transfers uh, in, in the nation. We'll see, again, how that ultimately plays out, how many of those guys are, are going to go back to school, how many will end up being drafted in the Major League Draft and go. Uh, but it's always a always a kind of an, uh, a nervous time for fans and coaches during this time. And look, I tell you right now, I am so glad they moved this. I used to hate when LSU was in the College World Series and they had the Major League Draft like right in the middle of the, of the CWS. So if LSU is going deep in the CWS and you know they got players going to be drafted, right? All of a sudden, again, it's almost a split focus. Players are worried about where they're going, where they're going to be drafted, you know, if they're going to get an agent, etc. And at the same time, they got to concentrate on the CWS. So, again, you usually don't see that with Major League Baseball or any, or any, any type of um, uh, professional leagues. It's like we do our thing. You get over at college. You figure out what you got to do. We're going to do what we got to do, and that's the way it is. But, again, they, moving in the Major League Draft really left, left the College World Series kind of an entity on its own. So you don't have to worry about, again, your guys getting drafted and that split focus that we've seen uh, in the past. This is a good thing uh, for both Major League Baseball and the College World Series especially because, you, you, again, the focus is on that and not the Major League Draft. We hear guys talking about Major League Draft during the, um, during the, the CWS, but they were talking about it in a couple of weeks instead of in a couple of days. So that's a big difference there as well. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. 
if you're looking for a company you can trust with your AC system, uh, whether you're looking for a brand new system to be installed in your home or your business or your existing system needs work, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home or your business. Honesty, reliability, it's what Burkhardt is built on. You want a company you can trust that give you the peace of mind and knowing that Burkhardt is taking care of your AC system? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. I've trusted them for three decades. You can as well. acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhardt wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Get ready for the Diamonds Direct Midsummer Savings Event. Starting Friday, you can take an extra 20% off virtually everything. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, and more. You get Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off. Thousands of engagement mountings, fashion styles, and wedding bands included. Plus, acclaimed jewelry designers will be in-store with an expanded selection. All the latest styles and trends, all on sale. You can't miss this. Diamonds Direct's sizzling summer store-wide sale. Starting Friday. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. 
AutoZone. Seeing some slowing had a stall on I-10 eastbound between Elysian Fields and the high-rise, 18 minutes, a 15-minute delay, but the stall that we had is cleared there at Franklin Avenue, stop and go from Franklin Avenue up through uh, the uh, Louisa Street area, so slow traffic also 610 east between St. Bernard and the I-10 merge. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks to Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com for joining us in the program. No guest at hour number two. Got a bunch of stuff you want to hit on. Your phone calls are also invited. 504-260-1061. And of course, if you're out and about right now, be again careful with the, with the inclement weather. It looks like the rain is moving in. We'll be right back after these messages. Stick around, won't you? ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. At Acadian Custom Shutters, we specialize in beautifying the interior of your home with Acadian Custom Shutters window coverings. Our products are American-made and locally sourced, offering affordable options to fit your budget when it comes to window coverings. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, and more. Locally owned and operated, Acadian Custom Shutters offers design services, free in-home estimates. Bring your plans and window schedule, and our experts will help you build your dream that fits your budget. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com.
party, baby. our man, Eric Asher. Number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio app. Also, again, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Check us out on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans show on both Instagram and now on threads. <laughs> we have jumped into the thread world. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans show with Eric Asher. All right. Uh, your phone calls welcome in this hour. Uh, we have no guest uh, for the hour. It's one of the few times we don't. Um, wanted to get to a few subjects that I have not been able to talk about over the last couple of weeks as we've had so much stuff going on. Um, this is a little bit of a lull with the Major League Baseball draft going on. you got Summer League now with the with the NBA. I'm going to talk about the NBA inter- in-season tournament in a few minutes. But also I'm going to touch on the Louisiana legislature and, and my thoughts on this past session, which I thought was a debacle of a session. i got to be honest with you. It's, it's a revenue session. And it's the time when, again, one of every every other year where the legislature has the ability to be able to, again, uh, to pass taxes, uh, to be able to um, uh, uh, take on projects, uh, approve those projects, move them up in the priority list, etc. And there was a whole lot of nothing done. Uh, also talk a little bit about uh, the tree falling in the uh, in Jackson Square, but really less about the tree and more about how this is kind of a microcosm of what we've seen from the Cantrell administration. You know, it's just it, it's mind blowing to me the way the quarter has been able to deteriorate under her watch, and it's something that other mayors understood of what the French Quarter meant, not just from a tourist standpoint, right, in terms of, you know, the, the really kind of the bell cow for the economy. I mean, you know, that's, you know, the, not just for the city, but for the state as well, what the French Quarter brings to the table, but also the emphasis on the infrastructure, emphasis on making sure that buildings are not full of graffiti, uh, that, that we're taking care of historic buildings. Uh, you know, Jackson Square, you know, what happened there was, was uncalled for. Uh, we have Arborist. And we have, uh, this, was, this was once called Tree City, right? I mean, think about it. We had, before Katrina, the canopy was one of the greatest, was, was one of the greatest canopies in the United States, one of the, big, one of the greatest in the world. And, of course, that, that was, you know, kind of cut through with, with Katrina. And yet, you know, we've had so many storms since then. 
But the one thing that we've done for the most part is preserved our trees, our, our canopy. And, you know, that, that, that tree that, that now was cut down in Jackson Square, I mean, you know, that's, that's a three, four hundred, five hundred year old tree. It, it's gone. Could it have been prevented? Could it have been prevented if you were doing what was necessary, okay, with a focus on the French Quarter that was need, that's needed on a day-in, day-out basis? You're talking about a historic district, uh, and preservation really kind of is the epicenter, uh, comes out of the quarter and then kind of ekes out throughout the rest of the, uh, of the city. And we've seen a, um, we've seen a, neg- a neglect of the French Quarter. Uh, under the Cantrell administration, so I'll get into that in a little bit, a little bit as well. But I want to start off with the um, uh, with the NBA and, and their their in season tournament. Uh, let me say this right now: I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I really don't. I mean, again, it, it, it's still, you know, uh, I, I guess I don't have too much of an issue with it. Maybe you can, you can add some excitement to the early regular season. There's no way it's going to diminish the NBA championships because you just go, you're going for the NBA Cup, right? Uh, I know they do this in other leagues, soccer, etc. Um, I do think that the players are going to be motivated because of the cash prizes, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, you know, I, I don't. Maybe some franchises that don't that have no chance of winning an NBA championship might be excited about about the um, about the NBA Cup. Well, I guess we will just have to see again how this kind of plays out. This is a this is a Adam Silver baby. Something he's wanted to do since he took over as commissioner, and I was—I thought they were going to do it in the middle of the season around the All Star break, but they—they they decided to do that uh, again early season. So, the the inaugural in season tournament is going to tip off Friday, November the third. It's going to finish up on Saturday, December 9th. The semifinals will be Thursday, December the seventh, and the championship will take place in Las Vegas at, at the, the T-Mobile Arena. Now they're gonna the the in season tournament is gonna be consist of two stages. It'll be group play and knockout rounds, a lot like soccer, right? Uh, you're gonna have in group play. All 30 teams have now been been um, drawn into groups of five, and I'll give those to you in a few minutes. Um, it's based on the one loss records from the 22-23 season. Uh, beginning on November the 3rd, continue on every Tuesday. This is how they're going to do it, folks, so pay attention if you're an NBA fan. Every Tuesday between November 3rd and November the 28th, each team will play four designated group play games on quote-unquote tournament nights. Okay, One against each group, I'm sorry, each opponent in their group with two games at home and two games on the road. Now, if you get to the knockout rounds, there'll be eight teams that will advance to the knockout rounds. Uh, the team with the best standing in group play, in which six groups and two, in which in which in each of the of the six groups and the two wild cards, a team from each conference with the best record in group play that finishes in the second, uh, finishes second in that group. Uh, the knockout rounds will be single elimination in the quarterfinals. They'll be played in the in, in the in the in the uh, team markets on December the fourth. That's a Monday and Tuesday, December the fifth, with the semifinals and the championships again being in Las Vegas. Uh, the qualifying teams will compete for a, a prize pool and, and, and the uh, the new in season tournament trophy, which is going to be called the NBA Cup. All 66 games across both stages of the in-tournament, uh, um, in-season tournament will count toward the regular season standings, with the exception of the championship. That does not. 
Each team will play 82-game regular season in 23-24, including those games that are part of group play in the knockout rounds. But 14 group play games, two on each of the tournament nights, and all seven knockout games will be, again, nationally televised. The game and broadcast schedule is going to be announced in August. Um, when you want to get into the detail of group play, uh, you're going to have uh, the group play draw to determine the, the opponents, the, the, the group play teams. There are 15 teams from each conference that were divided into three groups of a random drawing. Okay, uh, Here's the Western Conference. Group A is Memphis, Phoenix, the Lakers, Utah, and Portland. Group B, Denver, the Clippers, the Pelicans, Dallas, and Houston. In the West, Group C will consist of Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and San Antonio. In the Eastern Conference, Group A will consist of Philadelphia, Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, and Detroit. Group B in the East is Milwaukee, the Knicks, the Heat, Washington, and Charlotte. Group C will consist of Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Chicago, and Orlando. Now, again, there was a, a, a way that they did this in terms of the records. They, each team was placed into a pot based on their record from the prior season. That's 22-23. In each conference, one team from each pot was randomly selected into each of these three groups in that conference. Here's how the pots went. Pot one was teams with the three best prior records in the conference. Pot two was teams with the four through six best prior records. In, 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 um, uh, and then uh, pot three is teams with the seventh through ninth best prior re season records. Pot four is teams with the 10th through 12th best prior season records. As Remember, that's last season. And then pot five was teams 13 through 15. On, uh, on group play, tournament nights, will take, uh, as I mentioned, will take place every Tuesday and Friday, November 3rd through the 28th, with the exception of Election Day, on November the 7th, where there are no NBA games that are going to be played. The NBA games that will be played on tournament nights will be group play night, will be called group play games. Those games will count as regular season games for all purposes. The team, the, uh, a team will play each of the other four teams in its group uh, in one group play game. Uh, team's record in these four interconference games will determine whether a team qualifies for the knockout rounds. In the event two or more teams are tied within a group, uh, the tie will be broken according to, again, the following tiebreakers head-to-head in the group stage, point differential in the group stage, total points in the group stage, regular season record from the 22-23 NBA regular season, and then a random drawing in which, again, uh, again two or more teams are tied uh, with those previous tiebreakers. Eight teams will advance uh, to the knockout rounds with the team with the best standing in group games in each of the six groups and one wild card team from each conference. The wild card team uh, will be from each conference will be the best record in group play that finishes second in its group. In the event there are two more teams that will be tied for the wild card in a conference, uh, the tie uh, among the teams will be broken following the game, same tiebreaker protocol as, as was described earlier with the exception of the head-to-head -head record and group stage. Ties within the group will be broken by the calculation of the wild-card tiebreakers. Then you get to the knockout rounds. The knockout rounds are going to consist of a single elimination game for all eight teams that advance from group play. That's going to be begin on the quarterfinals from December the 4th, through, and, and the 4th and 5th. Teams that, that win will progress to the neutral site semifinals in, in Las Vegas, semifinals on the 7th of December, championship on December the 9th.
Games that are played in the first and second round of, of, of the knockout rounds, that's the quarter and semifinals respectively, will count as regular season games for all purposes. The championship will not be counted as a regular season game. Such a game will not count toward the regular season record. Uh, the players or the team's performance in such a game will not count toward regular game regular season statistics. That's kind of like uh, the um, the play-in tournament, right? All those stats don't count. They don't count toward uh, towards your um, regular season stats or your or your lifetime stats, your career stats. Uh, in each conference, quarterfinal games will be hosted by the two teams with the best record in group play. And then the team with the best record in group play games will host the wild card uh, game. Will host the wild card team. Pardon me. In the event of two or more teams are tied for the higher seed in the conference, the tie among those teams will be broken in the same um, tiebreaker um, uh, uh, scenario that we that we saw earlier that we talked about earlier on on the program. Uh, so again. Um, also, during the knockout rounds uh, on days when the in-season tournament games are not scheduled, that's Wednesday the 6th Friday and, and Friday the 8th, the 22 teams that did not qualify for knockout rounds will go back to, a, again, play two regular season games. So, again, you're, you're looking at a situation where um, uh, – you know, maybe it's going to work. Maybe it's not. Now, again, th- th- there's going to be there's going to be prizes, obviously, and and there's there's like uh, uh, I thought I read it was like five hundred thousand dollars for the winning team for each player, in addition to the, again the cup. Um, so we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, there's also uh, going to be an almost valuable player of the competition, an all tournament team, uh, and that selection is going to be based on, on on both group play and the knockout rounds in terms of how that goes. But um, uh, I don't know. Maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's going to be something that's going to be exciting. It's not. Some of this stuff's going to be done in season. Some of this stuff will be done obviously again just with the tournament itself, for the knockout rounds, etc. So we'll see how how it plays out. I just find it interesting that with so many players wanting to rest in the NBA, right? Okay, and you know just trying. And this is something that obviously uh, Adam Silver is concerned about. Um, stars that are resting. We're seeing in the new CBA, in order to be able to qualify now for off-season honors, right? Or, or I'm sorry, postseason honors, like you know uh, MVP, or uh, you know an all-tournament team. And a lot of this is tied to contracts, right? You become a, you know part of I'm sorry, all-tournament, all-NBA. You become all-NBA. You're you're part of one of you know all-defense. Uh, you're, you're an MVP, whatever whatever it is. Okay, that ties a lot to again incentives in your contracts. And now you'll have to have a specified number of games to be played. I think it's like 60 games uh, that you have to play in order to qualify now for, for again, these offseason honors according to the new CBA. So we'll see how that kind of plays out going forward. And if look, if this is going to be a one-year deal or is this something people are going to be excited about, especially the younger generation, which, again, maybe has been involved in soccer, you know, and really knows soccer, and then maybe picking that to, ba- to basketball, maybe that helps. Maybe on an international level, they, 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 they're more excited about it because they've seen this on the international level. We'll see how this how it kind of plays out here, uh, you know, here in, in the States when it comes to the NBA. 
it's definitely going to make the, the early part of the season something you want to watch. I mean, a lot of people don't start paying attention. Think about it. A lot of people don't start paying to, uh, paying attention to the NBA until, what, January, right? This is one way to maybe, maybe get eye, more eyes on the NBA during the early part of the season by maybe having this tournament. So we'll see how it plays out and, um, and uh, you know, how it works out uh, for the players. I do want to mention before we go to break, uh, Chris Paul, has uh, as as w- was announced uh, uh, as again his uh, his free agency move uh, his free agency move over to the um, um, to the uh, Golden State Warriors. He's going to wear number three. There's a lot of talk about him coming off the bench. He said today he's non-committal on coming off the bench for Golden State, uh, but he's excited about being part of Golden State and maybe having a chance to do something that he's never done in his career, which is, again, win a championship. I also want to mention something. Why don't you go to my social media platform, my, my Twitter page. I posted this last week. There are a lot of people out there that still hate Chris Paul and think that he abandoned this city. And, and I talked about it on, on, my, on, on the platform uh, there was a video uh, he was on um, on Ryan Clark's uh, podcast, and, and, and Ryan asked him specifically about New Orleans and, and and getting booed coming back to the city. And you know he kind of laid it out there, said he doesn't know why. And he, and one of the things he talked about was that that back then when 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 the city when when the when the team was going into receivership with the NBA, there was a lot of talk that the team was moving to Kansas City or it was going to move to another city. And that him and David West did not want to move with the, with the, with the team. They wanted to move. They wanted to be with another franchise. If that was the case, and that was the kind of thing, the precursor to him again pushing his way out of New Orleans. Uh, you know, I, I said before he's with a cash poor owner in Shin. You look at again what Shin did or did not do. Uh, you know, uh, when you look at. Uh, you know, the, this Pelican team, when, when they, they had a chance with Tyson Chandler with their big three, and they end up trading him, saying, again, erroneously, that, again, he had a foot injury that he wasn't going to last another year in the NBA. He played another 10 years in the NBA. They broke up that big three, which, again, we all thought was going to be the precursor to them maybe having a chance at an NBA championship, uh, and that didn't happen. And a lot of that was because he was cash poor and just couldn't pay. And then, of course, when the NBA came over and took over the franchise, nobody knew that Tom Benson was going to buy it. You know, we knew that David Stern wanted to keep the team here, but there was no guarantee. So, you know, I have no ill will toward Chris Paul. I wish Chris Paul would have come back. I, I think it's an oversight on the part of the franchise not to not to retire his number. We know that C.J. McCollum has that number. Uh, uh, Josh Hart wore that number previously. Uh, the nobody should ever win number three again, ever, ever wear number three again. And what he meant to this franchise, especially in the early part of the franchise. And what he still means to New Orleans today. Still doing charitable work here in the city. Uh, no, it, you would, it, would, it would take a lot for me, again, to, to, uh, to, um, uh, to dislike Chris Paul. Now, a lot of people don't like him because, again, the way he acts in the court. But did you like him? And did you love him when he was doing it in a New Orleans uniform? Of course you did. Of course you did. So I have no issue with CP3. And, and I hope that one day Mrs. Benson... Uh, is advised correctly, uh, and maybe it's going to take again some new uh, some new um, blood within that Pelican Saints organization for them to realize that again they 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 when it comes to professional sports when you own both professional sports teams in in, in a city it is your duty your responsibility to tell the story of the history of those organizations and and, and to again honor those who have done so well for those organizations. And, and the way you do that in sports is, what do you do? 
you have a ring of honor. Uh, you have a uh, jersey that that will be that that will be retired and never to be worn. The jersey, in a lot of cases, is hung in the rafters uh, of an arena. Uh, and of course, we've seen uh, when it comes to this organization, whether it be you know the taking down of, of the Superdome Wall of Fame and never putting that back up, taking down Pistol Pete Maravich's jerseys from both the Superdome and and the arena, not putting those back up, and again the neglect of uh, of again uh, guys like uh, uh, Jim Finks and Jim Moore in the Ring of Fame in the, in, in the Saints Ring of Honor. Okay, uh, I mean that, that that should have been done a long time ago. Eddie Robinson's no longer in the dome. Dave Dixon's no longer uh, name, name, name is in that dome. Uh, you know we go uh, you know go, you know we go right down the line of those that were involved in that in, in that Wall of Fame. There was a reason why that was there. It was there because again the contributions to the that happened inside that building, not necessarily again just the Saints, uh, but again it is what it is. Hopefully, one day, at least in my lifetime, I will be able to see Chris Paul's jersey, Pistol Pete Maverick's jersey, back in that arena, uh, where in those rafters. That I'll see Jim Finks and Jim Moore's name in that Ring of Honor. That I'll see once again that that Wall of Fame is restored in the Superdome. Uh, again, uh, again, honoring those that had, that, had, that had done so much either for that building, in that building. Uh, hopefully that will happen one day, but I don't count on it anytime soon. All right, don't forget about my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I just, you know, I, I pull up to my home every day now, and I, I just, I, I love the look. I just do. I mean, again, look, I, I made a, I made a, Commitment to my to my wife when, after Ida. We sat down and we started thinking about okay, you know we were in we were in Nashville for a while. Um, you know how you know how, you know we're getting older now. Do we want to have to keep dealing with this here in South Louisiana? We love New Orleans. Okay, we're New Orleanians. Unfortunately, our son's in Houston. One of our daughters is in Nashville. The other's in Chicago. So we don't have our children here. Okay, that that is a that, that is on my generation for not doing what was necessary in terms of from economic development. But on, on the flip side, we want to stay in New Orleans. So we had to hurricane-proof our home. And that's what we did. That's what we did. And one of the companies we went to was Acadian Custom Shutters. And I got to tell you, Monroe was a delight to deal with. Okay? Uh, never over-promised. Uh, again, always over-delivered. And then, you know, it was so easy to deal with. You know, once the appointment was made, he was there on time. He comes in, he sits down with, he's listening to what we want, right? Not what he wants to sell us, but he's listening to what we want. And, and then, of course, he has a showroom on wheels. Uh, I wanted Bahamas shutters uh, with operable louvers. Uh, my wife was a little bit, you know, may, maybe not sold on the Bahamas. I love the look of the Bahamas. And, of course, she wanted more natural light. So when we're sitting here at my kitchen table talking to Monroe, he goes, wait. And it's like a big light bulb goes off in his head. He goes, I'll be right back. Runs out to his van, comes back with these Bahamas, with these operable louvers. Jan and I look at each other and just go, that's it. Then he starts to go. Then he goes out and, and, and shows us on our, our windows itself, the different color styles, what it would look like. I mean, right there where we could see and touch and feel. So he didn't rush us. He stayed. He listened to what we needed, what we wanted. And then, of course, the service, the service during the installation and after the sale has been impeccable.
Uh, you're talking about American-made, locally sourced hurricane treads with the styles and colors you want. You're talking about the widest selection of powder-coated aluminum products available. You're talking Colonial, Bahama, Bahama with the operable louvers, those hurricane roll-downs, which are not much about safety as it is what? Uh, and safety and security than it is, of, of again, protecting your home from the storm. Then the according election panels, even Spanish cedar wood. You name it, when it comes to hurricane shutters, my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters has it. Now remember, not to be confused with any other Acadian company, Acadian Custom Shutters, locally owned and operated since 1995. Uh, they serve the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Uh, you get a free in-home estimate from their experts, and then their crews are experts when it comes to installing these American-made and locally sourced hurricane-rated shutters. Uh, go to their website, her, uh, AcadianCustomShutters.com. Check out the full lineup of everything they have for you from, again, um, uh, hurricane shutters. Also, um, uh, maximizing and, and beautifying that outdoor space. Don't forget about window coverage for the interior of your home. And right now, on sale, uh, up to 15% off of interior poly plantation shutters and up to 10% off uh, uh, aluminum patio covers. The new and improved website, AcadianCustomShutters.com, has a visual of everything I've been talking about over the last few months. Looking for a company you can trust with your uh, hurricane shutters? It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by VIX Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated for kids with an optimal level of melatonin to help them gently fall asleep naturally. It's 100% drug-free and available in delicious gummies and liquid. Try Pure Z's Kids tonight. We're seeing very busy traffic right now. Crescent City Connection HOV lanes between uh, the Convention Center and Earhart shut down until Friday night due to construction work going on. Mississippi-Louisiana State Line, I-10 westbound, right lane closed due to road construction and a big backup right now. 610 east between St. Bernard and uh, the I-10 merge. We're seeing extra volume right now. Accident Secondaries Bunker Hill Road at Boston Drive. New Orleans Funeral and cremation service traffic center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you tuned up your AC system? Look, we're, we're in early July. You haven't done it yet? Oh, come on. Tune-ups are about peace of mind. ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. In one year, your AC and heating systems can run for as many as 2,000 hours, and it's probably more than that here in New Orleans. Annual precision tune-ups will help extend the life of your system. Why? It's going to identify and prevent problems from turning it from small repairs to major breakdowns. It'll help optimize your system efficiency. It's going to mean, again, savings on your energy bill. That annual tune-up is going to help maintain your warranty. Warranties require regular routine maintenance. And, of course, Burkhardt's multi-point inspection performed by there again nate certified technicians with again years of experience will keep your ac running get a tune-up today for my friends at burkhardt that's acpromise.com that's acpromise.com also don't forget about my friends over at dave Miet insurance uh, 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 uh it's now's the time if you have not done it already to, to uh, do an insurance checkup to make sure you got sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season remember something when we get something in the gulf it's too late right um are you still with citizens and you have not gotten to one of the uh, one of the private companies? Call my friends over at uh, over Dave Miet Insurance, 504-556-0809. Dave can search over 50 companies as an independent insurance agent to get you the best price and for the best for the best price for the best coverage. Also, again, an expert when it comes to your your insurance needs. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, even again the River Parishes, uh, they got you covered. 504-556-0809. You want to save? Call Dave. Or go to his um, website, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-S-A-N-C.com, or set up an appointment for him on his, uh, on his, uh, at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Looking for an insurance agent that's got your back? Try mine. Dave Mead Insurance, 504-556-0809. All right, want to jump into something other than sports for a few minutes, uh, something I neglected for the last couple of weeks and I've been wanting to talk about. We've just been so busy, I haven't been able to get to it. And, and first of all, look, I, I get on the Cantrell administration a lot because – 
I mean, again, it, not just because it's easy fodder, it's because they, they, she's not done the job, right? But let me say this. New Orleans isn't the only government entity that has, that has issues. Uh, have you paid attention to the legislative session that just ended? Now, look, that was a revenue session, right? Uh, usually, again, legislators cannot wait to get their money, their hands on the money to be able to, to divvy up for all their little pet projects, right? But this year, instead of concentrating on roads, bridges, infrastructure, economic development, the legislature wasted their, 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 this entire revenue session on trying to legislate sexual and gender preferences, okay? Wasting times on issue about persons' individuality or sexual preferences. I'll be honest with you. Look like a bunch of homophobes up there. Really did. Instead of concentrating on the tax code or the con- or a new constitutional convention to fix this mess of a constitution that has been watered down over the last two generations of legislators, maybe again how the state can attract new industries that just don't pollute, or again, uh, again, again, start looking at other ways that that we can we can start to bring in new jobs, new businesses, so we can keep our young people home. No, they were concentrating on, on, on things that really were out their realm. Just a total waste of a revenue session. And next year is a non-revenue session. So the things they didn't get done this year, you can't do next year. And the only thing you have to do is wait another year on it. Total waste of a session this year. Okay? And, and well, you know, I, I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder. There's such a different divide between South Louisiana and North Louisiana, between, again, rural and 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 and, and metropolitan and and cities we we still we in, in my lifetime we've still never gotten over it and, and i gotta tell you a lot of things that are, are are should be on the front burner or not and a lot of things that again that that shouldn't even be in the business of the legislature seems to be job one seems to be job one at least we got some sanity in the governor's mansion right now that is willing to veto these these idiotic uh, moves that could end up hurting us, especially if you're a sports fan. Okay, we want to see the NCAA, NFL, and NBA tell cities and states, "No, thank you. We won't be bringing our big games here because of laws that have been enacted." Okay, uh, and you know, especially when it when it has to has to do with again sexual preference, uh, individuality, etc. Right. Um, and this legislature continues to, to go down that road. And thank, thankfully, John Bell Edwards uh, has vetoed the majority, if not all, of those bills. But again, a wasted session because we didn't get anything done. Then it kind of leads me to the tree that fell in Jackson Square last, last week. And normally you just say, well, it's a tree that fell in Jackson Square. But you know what? To me, it's a microcosm of the, of the failure of, of the Cantrell administration. Uh, it's no different than the neglect of the NOPD, fire department, EMS, way uh, an, another another you know clown show when it comes to the to the uh, to the Cantrell administration uh, with, with with what's going on with EMS right now, right? Um, just, I mean, you got a, you got a, a, a guy that's that's in charge of EMS and is, is supposed he's in an accident. Now now he's being accused of rewriting the uh, again the uh, the handbook on on again on how you're supposed to um, what you're supposed to do when you have an accident, right? Uh, and you know we're in a situation now where you know that, that that's a fireable offense, but yet he's going to um, he's going to dictate on on when, when he's going to be fired or not, and then the mayor is standing behind it, okay? 
So now you're in a situation where Terrell Morris uh, is expected, uh, again, as, as resigned two months early. And a day before, again, this board was supposed to vote on, 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 him, on him tomorrow. Again, an, another black eye, okay, for the Cantrell administration. But you think about it. Neglect. Not paying attention. Cantrell has ignored the mass exodus of first responders, and now the city's suffering the consequences, right? Don't have enough firemen. EMS is down. You need more, 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 um, uh, more individuals in EMS. And we already know the, the plight of the NOPD. I mean, they actually, the, 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 inc- the interim chief actually sat behind a podium last week and started talking about the fact they brought back eight cops that were previous NOPD officers. Eight? <laughs> really? That's something you get excited about? Oh, we got we brought eight cops back. Really, eight? You, you really wanted to talk about that in a press conference? Really? Whew. You know the other part is the mayor claiming that that murders and violent crime are down. Can I ask you a question? Do you feel any safer in New Orleans right now? I'm just being honest. Okay. She claims her strategies are working, but in, but in, in, in true Cantrell fashion, she tries to attempt to capitalize on these small sample sizes of the big picture. Let me be honest with you. Let me lay it out on for you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? The stats are out there. Metropolitan Crime Commission is putting them out every week. Uh, murders are not being solved. Okay? So that means the murders are going free. Sex crimes are not being solved. Car break-ins are not being solved. People don't even call the police anymore for car break-ins because they know they don't show up. Okay, robberies are not being solved. Carjackings, okay? It's street justice that are taking care of this. When you talk about murder, okay, in a lot of cases, it's street justice where, again, one thug is killing another thug. Okay? It's not the, 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 the court on, on Tulane and Broad, criminal court, that's taking these individuals to justice. It's street justice. So we've gotten to the point in this city where we don't have enough cops, uh, where, again, criminals feel like, again, that they, uh, they, they have no chance of having any type of retribution from the powers that be. Uh, there are no consequences for their actions. And so they feel like, again, they can go unabated in, 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 our, in our communities and commit any crime they want any time they want. Okay, and they're skewing younger and younger, and it's not just young black males anymore. It's young black males and females that are doing these these crimes. Okay, everybody got upset about the Stein uh, Delhi guy who got who got who got pistol whipped and carjacked. That's not something that's unusual in this town. That happens all the time now. Where at one time it was something that happened every once in a while. Now again, it's consistently happening on an ongoing basis, and it's not. And it's all over in every single neighborhood, right? That's the other part of this. So don't be fooled by again the rhetoric that the mayor's trying to put out there. Of, again, crime is down. Tell that to the people who are victims of crime. Okay, if if anything, murders are being taken off the street because they're getting murdered by other murderers. They're not being. They're not going to Angola where they belong, right? Um, so under her watch, we become a more dangerous city. Uh, we got these urban terrorists who do not fear police. They don't fear the, 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 uh, the rest of the criminal justice system. So we've got to continue to tread water until maybe the feds indict her, okay? Or her, her term mercifully ends. But as far as the tree in Jackson Square, okay? Most cities, okay, okay, would make sure that those, the, the main tourist attraction is pristine and taken care of. Jackson Square is the most visited tourist attraction in the city. That square with, the, with again, the Batalba, with, with the Jackson Square, uh, with the uh, St. Louis Cathedral, etc. Right Now, witnesses claim that it was a branch that fell from, a rotting, from that rotting tree a week before. But yet there was no sense of urgency by the Cantrell administration. Per usual, she only reacts when the situation escalates. 
Okay? In this case, it took a 15-year-old tourist, 15-year-old boy, who's fighting for his life because of neglect, right? I mean, imagine if that, that tree fell during French Quarter Fest. First thing I thought was, wow, you know, let's hope it wasn't a busy day down there and there wasn't a lot of people and then nobody got hurt. Well, someone got hurt. I mean, it would have been French Quarter Fest. They would have been, would have been filled with a crowd, right? There would have been booze under that tree, food and drinks booze filled with patrons. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'm not speaking out of school here, ladies and gentlemen. The quarter under her watch has been neglected. Totally neglected across the board. Criminals are now brazen. Stabbing, shootings, carjackings, robberies. Okay. These were not happening at the rate that they are since the Cantrell took over. We just didn't see it. The quarter was one of the most protected places in the city, as it should have been. Okay. Now we've got graffiti defacing historic buildings. We've got broken infrastructure uh, that takes forever to repair. Uh, the quarter's been neglected like it never has been under her watch. It's an issue. Okay? And the city had their chance. City had the chance. City had the chance to get rid of her, okay, with, with the recall. But unfortunately, and look, I'm laying this on, on the black community here, okay? I'm laying it on black. Black men and women in our city were not motivated to recall her, okay? And so now we're stuck with the lack of professionalism. Uh, her dereliction of, of her oath, of, of the oath of office that she took, that she swore, okay? Instead, she's using her, off, uh, her office to what? Enhance her lifestyle from taking advantage to, again, the chauffeur security that she has, uh, you know, being chauffeured all everywhere, uh, you know, again, using the, the, the upper Pantalber apartment as her, as her own personal playpen. Uh, you know, you look at sightseeing on the world, sightseeing on the world on, on the taxpayer's dime. I mean, come on, man. Just it never stops. It never stops. So, yes, yes. The city has slipped under her watch, not just in terms of stay, safety, preservation of our historic tourist economy, economic development, and then, of course, because of apathy in our city, it allows this debacle to continue almost unchecked. So we reap what we sow, ladies and gentlemen. We reap what we sow. Yes, it's a horrible, horrible thing that happened uh, with, with the, the tree falling at Jackson Square, but it could have been prevented. Much like, again, the exodus of police, fire, EMS. Much like, again, the breakdown of, of the criminal justice system. When you are the mayor, you have the ultimate power in this city. More powerful than the council, more powerful than any other entity. And again, you have the ability to put your handprints and fingerprints all over everything. If you're paying attention. If you're doing your due diligence and doing your job. So, last week, the tree fell down and injured a 15-year-old boy. But the week before, if you were on your job taking care of things, and that should have went right to the mayor's desk. Hey, man, we had a big branch that fell in, in, in Jackson Square with a tree. First thing the mayor should say is, well, don't you think we need to get some arborists down there and figure out if there's something wrong with that tree? And if so, take care of it? Don't wait till the following week where the damn tree falls on someone. But that's a microcosm of a Cantrell administration in New Orleans. So live with it because you didn't have the guts enough to recall her. So we live with it, and we tread water, and we pray, we pray that we don't have another tragedy like we've seen again one after the other under her, under her watch, whether it be loss of life due to crime, whether we, 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 we have buildings that are falling down and now trees falling down in the middle of, again, the, the, the city's most visited tourist attraction. Apathy is what put us here, and of course what she is is an ineffective leader. 
and we got to live with that now. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, I don't care where you live. If your AC is not working when you get home tonight, they have after-hour service. If you are looking for a company you can trust that can maintain that air conditioning system for you, my friends at Burkhardt can do that for you. 15 trucks in the field, Nate certified technicians only doing the work that's necessary. They give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, so you don't have to stay home all day waiting on the AC guy to show up. You have things to do. You have, you have again, you have, people have busy lives. Burkhardt understands that. And then, of course, the, the attention to detail they show, uh, treating your home like their home and treating your system like their system. I've trusted Burkhardt for 30 years. You can trust him as well. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, I don't care where you live. Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto inviting you to come to Rizzuto's Restaurante and Chop House in the heart of Gretna. We're open Tuesday through Saturday for dinner and lunch on Friday. Each and every day we have happy hour from 4 to 6. And on Wednesday, Wine Wednesday, half-price bottled wine. Also, come enjoy our delicious food, our veal risotto, meatballs, and also our spinalis ribeyes. It's truly amazing. Rizzuto's 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna or online at gretna.rizzutosrestaurante.com. This report is sponsored by Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. 
world-famous dance crew Jabberwockies is coming to Beau Rivage this summer with their newest show, Timeless, July 14th through the 16th and 21st through the 23rd. Schedule subject to change. Some restrictions may apply. We're seeing very busy traffic right now. Crescent City Connection HOV lanes between uh, the Convention Center and Earhart shut down until Friday night due to construction work going on. Mississippi-Louisiana State Line, I-10 westbound, right lane closed due to road construction and a big backup right now. 610 east between St. Bernard and uh, the I-10 merge. We're seeing extra volume right now. Accident Secondaries Bunker Hill Road at Boston Drive, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 each and every weekday. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Uh, breaking news, Northwestern has fired Pat Fitzgerald as their uh, head football coach. Among those hazing allegations, um, some having to do with, again, nudity uh, with, within the, um, the football team during the hazing. Um, and uh, uh, he was a heck of a football coach, man. Northwestern, man, they really that that program really grew uh, under Fitzgerald, and it I got to be honest, kind of shocking. Okay, uh, he's not going to have a problem finding another job because he did so well at Northwestern. But uh, you would have thought that maybe he would have had a little bit more um, um, oversight of what was going on with his players. Uh, and look, let me say this right now: hazing happens everywhere in in, in college athletics. Okay. Uh, it happens on the pros as well. I mean, we see it all the time, right? Uh, you know, we got rookie hazing in every single sport, so this happens all the time. Not to the not to the nth degree that we saw with, with what went on at Northwestern, which led to going to Northwestern. But it's caught cost Pat Fitzgerald his job. So again, he's out as the uh, head coach over at Northwestern, um, in, and of course that's uh, Northwestern University in in uh, in Chicago. Um, did want to let you know about Ken Trahan, who's coming up next. Uh, he's going to have Trey Morgan. He's going to have brother Martin, uh, head football. Head, I'm sorry, head baseball coach uh, Jeff Lupo. Also David Grubb on the Pelicans. So uh, all that coming up here on 106.1 FM uh, as we conclude uh, our sports programming between six and seven with all access with Ken Trahan. Uh, want to remind everybody again about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, we got Ricardo LeCamp already um, confirmed for us from Channel Four. I'm waiting on one more confirmation, uh, and of course we'll uh, we'll give you more information about that on tomorrow. Pels again don't play until Pels Summer League doesn't play again until tomorrow night. They'll take on Phoenix, uh, and right now they're one and one. So we'll see again how they play out if they can make it to uh, again the championship round. And of course, congratulations to Paul Skeens and uh, Dylan Cruz going one two in the major league draft. Also, again, a couple of New Orleans guys that went uh, as well. We we talked about um, about um, uh, Trey going uh, and what and what uh, what um, uh, Trey Morgan. Uh, he went 88th to the Rays. Also, Gavin Dugas went in the sixth round to Washington uh, as that continues. I don't have any information on any Tulane UNO players that may have been drafted as of yet. The draft concludes uh, tomorrow uh, with rounds 11 through 20. Uh, they're, they're in the midst of, again, 3 through 10 right now uh, as we speak. All right. want to thank our guest today, uh, Brian Lazar of Tiger Bait. We appreciate his time today as well. want to thank everybody back at studio. Have to thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Ladies 
ladies and gentlemen, go to ericasher.com uh, and check out our website. Uh, there you'll find a slideshow of um, all the sponsors sponsor our program, both TV and radio. Uh, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Let's say you forget about the hours operation. Maybe against a, it's a, um, uh, maybe it's a restaurant. You're looking for the menu, right? Uh, you go right there. You click on it. You go right there. Website. Everything you know about those sponsors are right there for you. We make it really easy for you on the website. Uh, also, as always, we appreciate you supporting the, 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 um, the sponsors. And again, I can't say enough about the sponsors that, that sponsor our program. Some of those sponsors have been with us since the inception of this program 20 years ago. We appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, and thank you for your support of those sponsors as well. All right. Uh, that's it for me, folks. I hope you had a, have a wonderful evening. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll do it all over again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, coming up next, as, as mentioned, is All Access with Ken Trahan. So until tomorrow at 4, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch of the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Dumb mistakes by the Army Corps Already cost us half our shoe The Lord and I swear we ain't We ain't gonna lose no more Without a fight Better do that right